0: Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Sergio Delamora, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Whether you are on the road to restoration, you've fallen off the road to restoration, or perhaps you need to be on the road to restoration, or maybe you're just weary of being on this road called restoration. I really believe this with all of my heart. All of us are in some form going through restoration. Because how many of you would agree with me? God has never done. He's always working on a different part of our life. And today, I want to talk to you about something that I think, while you're on this road to restoration, and as you're growing on this road, all of us need to learn and know. I want to talk to you about how to stay on fire while you're in the fire. What do I mean by that? Is oftentimes we lose our fire, our passion, our zeal, our excitement for what we're pursuing in life because we're in the furnace of life. You know, when you're going through a hard time, it's really hard to be happy unless you know where you're going. When you're going through a difficult time, it's very, (laughs) it's difficult to be optimistic unless you know where you're going. And today, I want to talk to you about how to stay on fire while you're in the fire. Because one thing is certain for sure, uh, whether you're young, you're older, or you're getting older, is that trials, tribulation and testings are going to be part of our development and our promotion. Whatever God's going to do in your life, he will first test you before he blesses you. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad. It says, for these trials make you partners with Christ in his sufferings, so that you will have wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. So the Bible is saying that when you're going through difficult times, it says, don't be surprised, number one. I like why it says that, because oftentimes we get surprised. I like the fact that the Bible says, don't be surprised, because oftentimes we're annoyed. Sometimes we just get frustrated, like, God, if I'm doing everything right, why are all these bad things happening to me? And oftentimes we think, well, if I've been staying right, why does everything seem wrong? Or if I'm treating people kindly, why are people treating me so mean? If I've been forgiving and loving and caring, why does it seem like I'm encountering people all the time who are unforgiving, uncaring, unloving? That's called a test. And oftentimes God will test us. God will test your motives on why you're being loving, kind, and forgiving. God will test your motives on why you're being so kind and gracious to other people. And sometimes God will test our character before God gives us the dream in our heart. You know, that's what the Bible says in the book of Psalms about Joseph. The Bible says that God tested the character of Joseph before he gave him his dreams. Maybe what you're going through right now is character development. And that is one part of the room no one likes to be in, the room called development. But the Bible gives us this perspective. It says, do not be surprised at the fiery trial, as if though something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad. It's almost an oxymoron because in one part, it's saying you're going through a fiery trial. But it says, while you're going through the fiery trial, it says, be very glad. So I want to talk to you about this. How can you stay and be very glad in the midst of hard, difficult circumstances? I call it staying on fire in the fire. Well, there's a story in the Bible. I'm going to turn my Bible to it. It's in the book of Daniel chapter three. I don't know any other story in the Bible of three guys who had no official titles, who you would consider three normal guys who decided to live an uncommon life, and to serve God with all of their heart. And the result was they were thrown into the fire. Imagine this. Oftentimes we, we think that because we're serving God and we're doing the right thing, that all the things in our life should just turn out right. Can I say this to us? God doesn't owe us an easy, happy life. In fact, there's nowhere in the Bible where we can point to where it says God owes us anything. The reality is we owe him everything. And our response during our hard times really tells God and shows God how much we love him. And sometimes while we're tripping and slipping and and falling, it's very easy to think that, well, God must see that I really don't love him. The reality is, even if you stumble and fall, know this, that God is in the midst of your stumble and your fall. Your stumble and your fall doesn't determine whether you loved God or not. It just shows that you're human and that you're on the road to restoration. I've never seen God look down on someone who's trying to get back up. I've never seen God look down on someone who was looking up to him. And I've never seen God look down on someone who was deciding that they don't want to be who they were yesterday. So today, I want to talk to you about this on how to stay on fire in the fire. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, excuse me, Daniel chapter three. I like the way the Bible says it. It says, then King Nebuchadnezzar ordered that the furnace be turned up seven times warmer, hotter, more intense. And he demanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be thrown into the fiery furnace. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell into the roaring flames. And then suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar claimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound, walking around in the fire, unharmed. And the fourth looks like the son of God. How incredible is this? I don't know about you, but eventually, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You're going to be placed in a situation where you're going to have to decide, am I going to obey God even at the expense of my convenience? Or am I going to sit back and avoid commitment? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided they were not going to sit back and avoid commitment, but they laid it down before God. Sometimes God's going to ask you, are you willing to lay it down for me? Are you willing to surrender for me? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were asked to bow down to the king and to the gold image that he set up. And instead they said, be it known to you, O king, whether our God delivers us or not, we will not bow down. I absolutely love that. I love the fact that they were so committed even to the point that they were willing to lose everything at the expense of refusing to bow down and deny God. Wow, that's called living on fire for God. And where did that take them? It didn't take them to a place of peace. It didn't take them to a place of joy. It didn't take them to a place of comfort. No, in fact, you know where it took them? It took them to a place of pain, of suffering, of misunderstanding. And that's what we see in the story. The Bible says as they were in the fire, that they met the fourth man there. The fourth man loosed them, and all four of them were walking in the midst of the fire. That's called being on fire in the fire. And what I love is that the Bible says when they came out of the fire, Not a hair on their head was singed, and their clothing was not scorched. Neither did they even smell like smoke. I want to talk to you about what I believe happens when we go through the fire. Because sometimes we think we shouldn't have to go through the fire. But I've noticed in my own life when I've gone through the fire, that there are three things that I've learned about God. Number one, there are times when God will prevent the fire. He will stop the fire. We call that a hedge of protection. God will place a hedge of protection around your life and he won't let the fire of the enemy touch you, touch your body, touch your business, touch your heart, touch your family, touch everything that belongs to you. And that's called God's hedge of protection. And sometimes God will just prevent the fire from coming near to your home. Just like the children of Israel, when they painted the outside of their doorpost with blood and the angel of death Went over Egypt, not one of their children died because God prevented them from the fire of trial that night. There's moments where God will just prevent and protect you from the fire. Number two, sometimes God doesn't prevent the fire, sometimes God delivers you from the fire. He literally sets you free in the midst of the fire. Like we did to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they got delivered from the fire. Yes, they went in, but then they got to get out. And sometimes God will let us to go through the fire only because he wants us to soon get out of the fire. He has it all worked out. That's called being the person that gets delivered from the fire. You know, sometimes God doesn't prevent the fire. Sometimes God doesn't deliver you from the fire. Sometimes God makes you fireproof. And that's what I want to talk to you today about. Because I don't know if you're going to go through the fire. I don't know if he's going to prevent the fire. I don't know if he's going to deliver you from the fire. But I do know this. All of us can learn to become fireproof. If there is one thing I know God wants us to be, is people who are fireproof. And that's what we see in the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Everything came down on them. Even though they were doing the right thing, the wrong thing happened. Have you ever done the right thing only to realize wrong things start happening? And you start asking the question, why is this happening to me? If I did the right thing, where are these bad things happening? Maybe God is allowing you to experience the fire. And in that fire, you'll come to know God in a way that you've never known him before. Imagine this, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they knew God. And their commitment to God was evident. They said, we're not going to bow down. We're going to hold tight. Maybe you're second guessing your commitment to God. And you're in the midst of a temptation, a test, a trial, a circumstance where you can't tell what the outcome is going to be. You have no no control of how it's going to turn out. You're living in the unknown right now. And you don't know if you could trust God. You could trust yourself. If you could trust those around you and you're left with the decision. I want you to know this. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they loved God, but even their love for God didn't and couldn't defend them, nor prevent them from going into the fire. There are some fires that have your name on it. There are some furnaces that have just been assigned to you. And it's not because God's trying to burn you, it's because God's trying to build you. And what he's trying to build in us is a Holy Spirit conviction that regardless of what happens on the outside of us, we're going to be faithful to God on the inside of us. That means regardless of what happens around us, regardless of what people do to us, we're going to stand firm and we're going to serve God because we love him through and through. And that's the moment that I believe Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego discovered what it meant to be on fire in the fire. Regardless of what was happening on the outside, even on the inside, they decided they weren't going to move. God reveals himself to them as the fourth man in the fire. I want you to know there's a fourth man in the midst of the fire that you're dealing with right now. There's a fourth man, his name is Jesus, and he's walking with you through what's happening in your family, whatever crisis you're experiencing. I want you to know that Christ is in the midst of your crisis. Whether you're going through bankruptcy, brokenheartedness, whether you're going through something that has caused your mind and heart to be bewildered, I want you to know God is walking beside you Building your faith, building your heart. You may not see it, you may not feel it, but I need you to know it, that the fourth man is with you. He's not gonna leave you. He's not gonna forsake you. He won't walk out on you and he will never let you go through that fire without affirming you when you come out of it. And the Bible says that Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, when they came out, God affirmed them. How did he affirm them? They didn't smell like it. They didn't look like it. And I think sometimes the greatest miracle is that when we go through the fire, is that we come out, not like people that have been in the fire, but people that have been with God in the midst of the fire. Today, that God wants to know you. I know he does. I want to pray with you right now. And I believe this, that if you'll turn your heart to him, he'll turn to you. So let's pray together. Repeat with me. Repeat this prayer and watch God do a miracle in your heart. Dear God, today I believe you are with me in this fire. I may not see you. I may not feel you. But I choose to believe you, that you love me. And today I ask for your forgiveness for all of the sins that I've committed. Cleanse me. Forgive me, and I believe by faith. Jesus died on the cross for me. Jesus rose on the third day for me to give me the hope of eternal life. I welcome you into my life, and I welcome you into my circumstance. In Jesus' name, amen. I know if you prayed that prayer, God heard you. Thank you so much for watching the podcast, Road to Restoration. And today, you are officially on the road. Welcome to Team 42.